When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great to have your company on Sports Day as we roll into a waffle update for Kia Nero, available as a hybrid or full electric model. And Claremont is through to a preliminary final. Ashley Prescott is the coach. He joins us for a chat now. And uh, first of all, Ash, nice to be talking to you before a prelim final because after the uh, qualifying final, I thought we might might have gone out in straight sets, but you're in to take on uh, the might of East Fremantle this Sunday afternoon. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having me, lads. Um, yeah, it was good to respond. It was obviously disappointing after the first one we played, but you know, to the boys' credit, we we rolled up rolled up the sleeves and got to work and, and ended up having a good victory. It was completely in contrast to what you dished up at New Choice Homes Park. I'm guessing that was a theme leading into that game against Peel Thunder. But your tackling pressure early was good. Uh, you had some kicking efficiency problems at various stages, but the effort and the work rate seemed up. Yeah, it was, and and yeah, I mean everything everything stems off effort, effort and work rate, like you said, and and then eventually I think our game plan sort of got going off off the back of that, and, and we're able to keep the ball in our forward half and and create repeat entries, you know, which was nice for the forwards, and and you know eventually we sort of got on top of Peel Thunder. A pretty comfortable win in the end, which is uh, always good for the heart rate in a final. But it, it, going into the game, it's always a bit of a concern. You know, when you're coming up against a, a team that's got a fair few Fremantle-listed players in it, you never quite know what they're mm. going to put up. No, you're dead right. I, mean, I think most of them that were playing had been represented pure for most of the season. I think, you know, 18 games, 17 games, etc. So they were, they were really firmly entrenched. So... You know, we knew they'd be playing with passion and with pride. And, you know, for some of them, I suppose, at that AFL level, they're, they're trying to put on a show too um, for the upcoming season. So, yeah, they had some, some really quality players. So we knew we needed to be at our best. And, um, you know, to the boys' credit, we, we sort of, you know, nullified most of their influence and, and through weight of numbers, you know, ended up having a good game. You had the chance to get that double chance in the finals, which you weren't, and you take on the Sharks this week. You found it a little bit tough against them over the last few weeks anyway. How do you go about things differently heading into this one? Oh, I think first and foremost, it's, it's got to come from the contest. Um, you know, the, the previous two encounters we've had, they've, they've dominated the kicks and, and dominated uncontested possession, as well as contested possession too. So they've, they've sort of really really touched us up in those areas. So, uh, look, it's, it's rolling up the sleeves. It's making sure we run hard. We play to our strengths. We can't get too reactive. Um, we've just got to try and put our best foot forward, and, and hopefully that's good enough and, and keeps us in the game for longer. Yeah, small forwards certainly did the job on the weekend. Uh, manual five, small with three, Spivey kicked three, and England bobbed up with two. Yeah, it was pleasing. It was, it was a good contribution. And, and when we've been at our best, we've actually had a good spread of, of goal kickers. We haven't haven't really got a beacon down there that's, that's grabbed hold of games. I think the, the highest goal scorer this year was, was Alex on the weekend with five. So, you know, sharing the load and spreading the ball 
up forward is really important for us. Um, you know, and I think that can help us. It, it gives us some different looks going forward. Um, yeah, so it was nice for them to, to get a lick of the ice cream this week. Who plotted the move of Tim House into defence? Oh, a bit of a match committee one, actually, for, for Tim and, and, and Tim himself um, also. We, we sort of knew, knew all year that Tim had the ability to to go down and play key position back um, as well as playing forward. But the injury to Stephen Miller, which was really unfortunate um, in the previous game against East Fremantle, you know, sort of have to make some changes. And, you know, and to Tim's credit, he doesn't train with us. He, he's down on the farm. But, you know, speaking to him during the week, he, he certainly reached out and he said, look, if, if you need me to do that, I'd, I'd love to help out the defence and, and contribute. Um, you know, and he did on the weekend, which was fantastic. And your midfield, again, look, Jai Bolton with 33 and Bailey Rogers, who pushed forward, kicked, I thought, the goal of the year almost uh, late in the match. Amazing, wasn't it? 28 disposals. Do you feel comfortable with the spread you've got against initially East Romandle and then hopefully West Perth? Yeah, well, potentially. And uh, there's some unheralded guys. Jai played more across half-back and gave us a great drive. And and Bailey did a bit of a mix of inside, mid and forward. But blokes like Ronan O'Connor, Jared Hardesty, Ollie Shelgrick, Ben Elliott, um, you know, those sort of guys, um, Ollie Eastland in the ruck, you know, they really shared the load and and just played really good, hard-working two-way football, um, which is what we want from a, from our midfield group. Um, yeah, so that mix, you know, really got to work. And again, there, there's some up-and-comers there and it's a pretty young group, but it's pretty exciting, not only for the next couple of weeks, hopefully, um, but for the future too. You mentioned Ollie Eastland. Was he set for the task of Lloyd Meek? Did you sort of get him... Nice and churning about the prospect of taking down a big gun. Well, it's, it's a pretty big task, isn't it? I mean, he's, he's I was out in the warm-up and he's a man mountain and a very impressive athlete too. And, and the form he's been in has been absolutely super. Um, yeah, but Ollie, Ollie really relishes the challenge and he's actually played on him a couple of times and, and competed really well. So, yeah, he's a, he's a great competitor, Ollie, and he, um, you know, he's, very talented young ruckman who I think's got a really big future ahead of him, um, both in the waffle and even potentially at the next level. So, um, yeah, I think he really set himself. And, and those sort of competitive blokes, um, you know, you don't need to say much to them. You know, that they know it's a challenge, and they knew that he knew that um, you know that battle was going to be a, a, a pivotal one to you know the outcome of the game. Any selection quandaries for you this week, coach? Always, always, yes. Um, well, Benny Edwards was a late withdrawal with, with illness, and he's been a, a great midfielder all year for us. Um, young Talon DeLacy, who's a first-year player out of the Colts, came up and performed a magnificent role for the team. Um, you know, so it, that, that'll be a challenging one. Ben will have to just prove his fitness um, during the week, and, and we'll just have to... Uh, Make the right call, and it could be a hard call, but we'll just wait and see how the week pans out. Without trying to unveil your match plan or your game style, uh, in that first qualifying final, it was very much almost a kick-hand-pass matching ratio. It was a lot of possession of the footy, uh, which appeared to frustrate a few of the players, and even sitting on the sidelines, you could see the Claremont supporters getting frustrated, which I'm sure translated to the coach. Yeah, I was very angry, actually, at... at quarter time and, and quite frustrated because we identified it and, and I'm not I'm not certainly blaming the players, we're all in it together. But yeah, it was really clearly evident that um, you know, we were over possessing the ball. So, you know, we've had a had a real theme 
all year, um, you know, and certainly in the last 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 game to when we're shoulders out, make sure we drive our legs and we look a little bit longer rather than shorter and get a little bit more in. And that equated to having more inside 50s um, on the weekend and giving those forwards a little bit more of an opportunity. So, um, yeah, again, we've just got to mature and make sure we don't overpossess and, and, and take, the, take the grass when we, when we can. It's been such an even season, Ash, and you've always been very generous with your time. Uh, we appreciate you having a chat with us tonight. Best of luck against the Sharks on Sunday. Thanks very much, lads, and thanks for your support of Waffle Footy. There it is, Ash Prescott, Claremont coach. Of course, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.